Welcome to episode 71 of Voice in Education. This is Julie Daniel Davis, and today I have the founder and CEO of the company Witlingo joining us today. We're looking at this from a little bit of a different perspective. If you are a school that has a marketing department uh, or a school that possibly does advertising for your school, Witlingo might be a great opportunity for you to meet your customer base, or in this case, stakeholders. At the end of it, Amid also explains ways you can use the Witlingo platform for actual learning. Welcome. Hello, my name is Amit Bouzid, and I'm founder and CEO of Witlingo. We are a Washington, D.C. area-based startup focused on working with um, companies and organizations of all sizes to help them launch voice-first experiences on platforms such as Amazon Alexa, Google Assistant, Samsung Bixby, and hopefully more as as these platforms um, start to emerge. Now, the target user for our product is somebody in, for example, marketing or customer care. And therefore, um, what informs the design, deployment, and presentation of our product is that it needs to be highly usable by someone who is not in the business of designing voice solutions, building them, coding them, and so forth. Now, our product is uh, not simply letting someone deploy a skill or an action without coding, but rather our focus is on alleviating what we believe is the the real problem to deploying a successful voice experience, which is the ability to launch something that is usable. And usability is about far more than simply coding, obviously. And this doesn't apply only to voice, but to all, anything that has to do with someone using something. It needs to be usable. It needs to be designed well. It needs to respect the best practices uh, of voice design. Uh, It needs to be tested well, and it needs to be designed and, and, uh, and built and launched with the intent of iterating continuously to refine the voice experience. Therefore, our product is about enabling a business owner, somebody who is in the business, for instance, of creating content and sharing content with their customers, let's say a brand marketer uh, or somebody who wants to um, generate leads or someone who is in charge of ensuring that the customers are cared for. So their their day-to-day concern is about solving a business problem. And so the tool cannot come in the way of solving that problem. And not only that, but the tool should be able to leverage the the core competencies of the user. For example, somebody who is in customer care knows a lot about the product or service that they are supporting. And therefore, the bulk of their work using the tool should leverage that as opposed to the bulk of the work is about thinking about how to design an experience or debugging something 
uh, and so forth. So if they spend 80, 90% of their time while using the tool to create content, to refine content, for example, to learn about new issues that people are having, seeing what they're asking and so forth, then you have a product that the, the user will love because it allows them to not only deliver the value that they want to deliver without having to deal with stuff that they don't, they're not comfortable with, meaning designing or coding, but also it allows them to deliver a better experience by leveraging their knowledge about their product and their services, uh, as well as, in fact, broaden that knowledge uh, by getting insight from the product about something that they care about. So in terms of education, how can somebody use our product and service for uh, delivering voice experiences that focus on education? I think the key thing about voice when it comes to learning is to first observe that for the longest time in humanity's history, uh, a lot of learning has been done by simply speaking and listening. We can also observe that we ourselves, from the day that we are born, that we learn by speaking and listening through conversation. And that throughout our schooling, we are often in a situation where somebody is telling us what they know and we are listening and we converse with them in a back and forth to clarify something, ask a question, and so on. So spoken conversation really is a powerful, natural way for us to learn. And it seems to me that we are at the very beginning of leveraging that um, that capability that we have natively using these platforms. So let me give you a use case uh, where someone can use our product to deliver an experience that allows someone to learn. Uh, in this use case, to memorize, for example, facts. Now, let's imagine that you have a quiz tomorrow and that quiz is going to draw from, say, 20 questions. Now, I don't know about how you would go about uh, memorizing these answers to the 20 questions, but the way I would do it is this. I would um, go and find 20 cards, paper cards. I would write the questions on one side and the answers on the other side. And then I would shuffle the cards. And then I would basically read the question to myself, try to remember what the answer is, flip the card to see if uh, the answer I gave or if I'm stumped um, what the answer is, and then move on to the next one. And I would do it over and over and over again till I felt that I had covered all of the 20 questions. And, and then I would, I would pause and I would come back a few hours later and try to see where I am at. And then I would do it several times during the day and crucially at least do one more run just before I go to sleep and then and then when I wake up I would do another run and usually by that time I've, I have it pinned down okay so 
Now, how does how would we be able to deliver such an experience using a voice first interface? Obviously, it, since uh, since Alexa and Google Assistant and Bixby are conversational, uh, meaning they say something that you hear and you respond by speaking, uh, then imagine the uh, the experience being simply it asks you a question, waits for you to answer, you answer it, it says correct or not correct. If not correct, it gives you the answer and it moves on. So in a nutshell, the conversational interface is ideal in this, this use case of learning where it leverages the fact that it's time-based. So it asks you a question, you have a certain time to respond. And if you don't respond within that time, it says, sorry, well, here's the answer. Let's move on to the next one. Create sort of a momentum and then allows you to focus and become immersed in this task, the task of learning your 20 facts, okay? And actually you can see a demo of what I'm describing by going to witlingo.com forward slash drill skills. That's one word, drill skills. Uh, and uh, that will show you how one can engage in a conversation with a voice assistant to memorize something. So if you'd like to find out more, please visit us at witlingo.com. You can also follow me at Didu on Twitter. It's D as in David, I, D as in David, O, U. And um, looking forward to hearing from you. Thanks and take care. Thanks for sharing, Ahmed. This is a great platform for those of us who may not be very tech savvy when it comes to coding. So I think it's something that educators might take a look at in seeing how they can incorporate voice in the classroom for learning.